You're listening to the Grapes and Gorak Podcast. Powered by Overtime Media. Welcome back. Episode 88 of the Grapes and Gorak Show. I'm Grapes. I'm Gorak. This episode is brought to you by a win. 26 to 21. The Vikings take down the unbeaten Seattle Seahawks. On the road, we're starting this episode out hot. I did not approve of this uh, start by Ryan, why he decided to say these lies. Oh, that's right. That's Should have won, right. won that game. Should have won 26-21. But there were uh, a couple, couple meltdowns, uh, especially in the second half. Yeah. I think we'll talk about those when we do our Annual yeah, we'll, choice. Let's start with the Teddies. We'll let's start with, with the good because we started with good. Yep. I mean, it was 13-0 at halftime. 13 nothing Which, at halftime. honestly didn't feel like enough to me. Like, you dominate a whole half. Didn't really feel like enough, but you still dominate a whole half. It was kind of weird. Like, yeah, it would have been nice to, like, maybe maybe 17 nothing. maybe I, sprinkle one of those field goals with a you touchdown. Need, yeah, you three-score lead, not two touchdowns and you're losing already. Yeah, the... Uh, the thirteen nothing. It's I mean I get it's two scores, but it's you're facing Russell Wilson right now, who's playing at an MVP level. It was almost like when the Niners were losing to the Chiefs in the Super Bowl or beating the Chiefs yeah. in the Super Bowl by like eleven. It's like eh, it's a good lead. Twenty one ten's good, but I don't think that's going to be enough. You just need you would have to like continue to dominate them, and it's just not going to happen. No, at some point they're going to come for you. Yep, and, 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 and although they, we did bounce back, which I liked, because I think at one point I texted you, this game's ending thirty to thirteen. Once we collapsed in that, yeah, I think it was twenty one thirteen. When yeah. you're like, oh, it's gonna end in thirty five thirteen. Yeah, I guess it's gonna be. A, and we, to our credit, we bounced all the way back, and honestly, had the game right in our hands. Like, yeah, we. we it's it, it's annoying. I feel like this. We're kind of almost like the NFC version of the Chargers. Like the Chargers are also one and four, but they keep somehow finding ways to lose. I mean, our first two games were a joke. Uh, but we easily could have beat the Titans and easily could have beat this last game. I mean, this game, it's right there. Yeah, three and like if the things go right for us, three and two going against the 0 and five Falcons before the four bye and week, two, four and two going it, up against the potentially undefeated yeah. Packers. Like you feel so much better than well, no shit. Right one now, where it's one and four. And I don't think the Falcons are going to be like one of those teams where a new head coach, you yeah. know, we're going to go win the game. I feel like we're going to beat the Falcons. But you've dug yourself such a hole now. Like, we talked about young defense and stuff. Like, okay, don't worry about the team in September. Let's worry about them in November. But you can't go one and four. Like, you, you need to at least, at least keep Bill your head Be- above water. At least know? Bill Belichick goes three and two in the first yeah, five exactly. weeks like, when he says that. You needed to steal one of these Titans-Seahawks games. I mean... There's still feasible ways to to make it. Like you, you just gotta beat like every team that's you know not the Packers or like the Saints, I guess, or the Bucks. But like, I don't think you're doing that. Like you're gonna stub your toe somewhere. And now you've already you're, you're four losses. You can only lose three more. Yeah, so I think three more. Is eight and kinda... three. The rest of the ways our only hope really. Nine and seven. And the way we performed in the first half, yeah. this team could go eight and three. It it does kind of like you see flashes of how good we can be. Which, like I did, you know, again a lot of people like. After every time we lose, it's like fire Zimmer, fire, you know, Kirk sucks, blah, blah, blah. But it's, I would kind of be really annoyed if we did do something like that. Like if we, because this team, even if this year's a wash, say they, we go six and 10, whatever. Like 
we're built to be very good next year. Get Pierce back, get Hunter back. The corners are young, but they show promise. The offense is stacked. I mean, and the worst thing, like, like immediately after the game, I was you were saying upset. that yeah, very salty Ryan. Um, so I'm glad we didn't record immediately after the game. No, that's how you end up with uh, week 17 Chicago Bears podcasts where yeah. it's like, <laughs> how did but, we lose? <laughs> but like, this team is built for Mike Zimmer, not the next guy. Yeah, and that's the next. That's guy the would best. Like, that's the yeah. best and worst part about this team, is if. As long as we give Zimmer a long leash, I think we're going to be fine because I feel like we're going to get better throughout the year. Mm-hmm. We might only end up 6-10, and 7-9. Yeah. and nine. Had we not dug this hole, we could have maybe got to 10-6, and six, like 9-7, and 11-5 or something. But now The lack know. of training camp, yeah. offseason, like, I get it. Like, I don't want to just give Zimmer the benefit of the doubt and call it a wash year, but it's the way the team is built – I feel like we're good enough to make the playoffs, and I this might just be a wash year. Yeah. I mean, if he – I mean, what are we in week five, and I feel like he got that defense playing pretty damn well. I mean, the two scores – two of their scores were because of turnovers. They had short fields. It looked like the D was a little frustrated, and they kind of did some stupid shit. But besides – like, they, they shut down Wilson. They had a great game plan. They kept him in the pocket. It looked good. But it took three or four weeks to get to this point. And then on the offensive side – we look. I think we look great. Like running for two hundred yards a game. Yeah, you have the two of the top five receivers on PFF. And what are we averaging? Like twenty six and a half, twenty seven yeah. points per I mean, game. I, besides the Colts game, where we really just like Kirk was like airmailing throws and just didn't look like himself. Like, yeah, he has about three or four big fuck ups a game. But like overall, we put up points with that Colts team. I'm I'm almost wondering where I don't know if they switched D coordinators at all, but we were just kind of unprepared for what we saw. Yeah, it seemed like we were caught off guard or something. the way, like, the offensive performed the other four games, like, 30 points a game. We put up 30 against the Titans, 30 against the Packers. And 20... 26 against the Seahawks. And then how much Could have been 29. 20... (laughs) Against the Packers? No, the Texans. Uh, What was the final score of that game? 29 or 30. Yeah. Yeah. So, like... Besides the Colts game, the offense is great. I mean, you have the league-leading rusher. Is he league-leading now? I yeah, he know. was going into the week, too. Okay. And he ran for like 100-some yards. Well, he, he would have had like 200 yards in that game if he wouldn't have got hurt. Uh, but, you've, I mean, you got Cook, and you've got the two two great receivers, and then Irv Smith finally looked like he was doing a little something. I like that. So, yeah. uh, it's it's a, not a bad team, but when you're 1-4, and four, it's it might be too late. Bring up know, one, yeah, bringing up one of the top two receivers – how how often do you like trade a superstar in Stephon Diggs for first round pick and draft a same position which seems too. to be a potential superstar of Justin Jefferson at the same position? Yeah. yeah like. Usually, what happens is you trade Randy Moss and you draft Troy Williamson. Yeah. Most of the time, what happens? Or you trade? Didn't we trade a? We didn't draft anything with the Harvin pick, right? I guess like Treadwell would have been the most like. Recent to that, but that was yeah. too, that was too many years later. Cordero Patterson, yeah, was maybe that... Cordero, yeah, at least somewhat in the same realm of time. But yeah, yeah. I like that was kind of the big thing going out. Seems okay, you have Thielen, but who else are you gonna have? Well, now we're back to two great receivers. Irv Smith looks better than he was, you know, his previous two years, and Cook looks as good as he ever has. So Kirk looks a little shakier this year, though. Than he's making more mistakes for sure than last year. I feel like he doesn't. 
I, I'll tell you what it is. It's one of my teddies, and his name's Drew Samia. Not my teddies. Troy. His name's Drew Samia. He's a failure. But we'll get to that later. Yeah, I, I just wonder if it's maybe not like the – it's definitely not the offense because it's relatively the same offense. It's just the lack of trust that he's got so far because usually he's got OTAs, training camp, preseason. Yeah. And he can kind of like learn the faults of the I O-line. I think you've said it before, Hugh, where it's like Kirk needs that more than most quarterbacks because he needs everything to look right, to feel right, to play well. He isn't like Russell Wilson where, who cares, I'll just run away from a guy. You know, he needs he needs comfort. Yep. He doesn't have it. So should we jump into this Seahawks game, some Teddies and Troys? Yeah, it- let's jump into some Teddies right away yeah. since we started off great mm-hmm. and then we kind of dismantled. Well, I- and interesting with this game is like we both went in, I think, expecting a loss. Probably an ugly loss. Probably a Kirk primetime meltdown. So it was nice to at least see us. I don't know if that's a Teddy, but we, we, we played well. Yeah, we I was expecting him. something of like, the realm of thirty-one seventeen, you yeah. know, where we just get blown out. But I could have seen like twenty to six, something just real yeah. ugly on offense, or just I don't, the only thing is their defense isn't as good as it. No, it but I was back. just expecting the uh, the yeah. the prime time, the prime time, yeah. And we just I mean, we haven't we're a one win team at this point. They're I think undefeated it, team, and you know, Teddy uh, lack of fans in the stands, I think definitely helped Kirk. Oh yeah, um, but I'll just throw Kirk out there. I thought Kirk played pretty well. Give him yeah, a Teddy. Yeah, I. That's bold. I I know like the fumble and the interception; those are rough. But Honestly, besides those two plays, though, I don't remember a bad play by him. It, I'm sure it, there was maybe somewhere, but I didn't get to rewatch the whole game. But I thought he played pretty well. Uh, made made a lot of really good throws. So, he he did his job. You know the. The times where we see Kirk at his best is one he one he only throws twenty to twenty five. And what's funny is he actually threw a lot more than that, but it was because we had the ball ridiculous thirty nine minutes yeah, like or whatever. We were doing drives where instead of getting first down on first or second down, it was like we're always getting a third down, then converting. I mean, the one drive we converted two fourth downs. So yep, or I think it might have been two separate drives actually. I th- two separate drives. I'm almost positive. Maybe it was two separate, yeah. but I know but regardless we two in the very downs. first early part of the game we were two fourth downs like. He, he's just so much better when we have the run game going because he's so much better when it's that play action, pockets strong around him. He's not just drop back passing. And you had that for almost the entire game. Which and I would almost love to face up against Seattle in the playoffs if we do potentially make it because they don't have a pass rush. No. And Besides, I know they're lacking Jamal Adams who yeah. didn't play. But, I mean, they have four relatively no-name guys on the D-line. That is set up perfectly for our half-assed offensive line mm-hmm. and the boot game. Yeah. It is actually a decent matchup for us, especially with all Jamal Adams, like, wreaking havoc. Uh, yeah, Kirk, the, the the fumbles, it's... Well, one of them wasn't a fumble. That was a dumb call at the end of the game. Oh, they were probably yeah. just like, let's get the fuck out of here. From what I could tell, most people... I mean, the, the announcing crew and that the little, you know, John Perry ref fella, which I've never heard of that guy... Uh, Definitely didn't think it was a fumble. But the first one, it's hard to be like, oh, Kirk, you screwed up. It's like, he's trying to throw a pass. Like, it's different when, like, getting strip sacked or, like, not holding the ball. Like, he's going back to throw it and his hand gets hit. So, I feel like that's on the lineman. I don't want to make a, you know, maybe he could have stepped up or something. I have to rewatch it. And then the interception, it just sucked because if if they're maybe a little more comfortable with themselves, instead of Jefferson basically running behind that guy, he just starts peeling up field. And there's nobody there. You know, and Kirk tried to, you know, kind of like, you know, aim it over his head. Great play by KG Wright. But like, uh, you know, if you're if you're in Madden, you hit that playmaker button and you say, Jefferson, go go deep. There's nobody there. 
and maybe you know give it a year or so you know some more feel between the two and instead of a pick there you have a huge play you know throw the arm up and start running downfield Jefferson yep and I feel like Jefferson was so focused on Kirk looking waiting for the ball mm-hmm. that he didn't even like have a chance to peek behind him or like have a f- and he's a rookie so he yeah. doesn't have the feel of the defense like oh this is what they're playing I can mm-hmm. now peel off and yeah you know he, he sure would look good if all of a sudden he just decided to peel off and then Kirk throws it and it's like dude what are you doing you know so but you know maybe at some point they get to the that point where they can uh I mean it would have been a big play there was nobody there he ran right into coverage and I mean, that was a good play by KG right apparently he's dropped a lot of picks this year I don't know if you like, – yeah, Seahawks no, I, Twitter was like, how the hell did he catch that when he catches nothing? Like, just stabbed it. Yeah. So, But, yeah, I think besides those you know, few like mistakes, which suck because they're turnovers, but, like the touchdowns to Thielen and like those you know those corners where he's he's by the pylon, like, oh. those are nice plays. I mean, he had a bunch of big third-down throws. Like Overall, I thought he – pretty pretty damn good game. I mean, he's he's almost like a bunch of games has been like just not quite a per, like a, a complete game. Like – couple blemishes here and there but. yep he's he's like that and i guess that can kind of like sum up his career too yeah he just can't quite get over that like final hump like he's he's pretty good he's good enough to get it's like you were saying he's like it's good, good enough to keep you from like really going out of your way to improve you know but yep. uh my first teddy let's see here um i will say uh the screen game we talked about it not being involved it's we had some screen passes look good out there yep. through like four or five of them they all worked it's a beautiful thing so, you know, finally saw some of that. Yeah, uh, one of them went to Dell or uh, Madison, right? One to Madison. Yeah. Uh, Delvin had one. Uh, Delvin might have had two. I think he had yeah. two. So, yeah. screen game worked well, and it's odd that it was against a team without a pass rush. But maybe they're aggressive. I don't know. I, I think it was more or less just, like, just get the ball into space against that defense. Yeah. And, like, and that's... That's where Delvin's at his best too. Like that's why we run. I feel like we run so many like pitch plays because mm-hmm. just get them, get them a little vision, let them just kind of pick apart the defense and pick and choose and just go. Yeah, even when he just kind of like trots out of the backfield, like you throw it to him and he's suddenly these like they just slide off of him. So, oh. um, yeah, good to see that because I was bitching that we we just we weren't we weren't hitting screens. Yeah, it was, I, it was out of our offense, and now you know now we got it back in there. I hope we see a lot more of it because I mean. And especially if we can mix in, like, I know we had, was that against the Titans? We had that failed screen to C.J. Ham. Yeah, well, we did one. Yeah, I think so. I think it was the Titans, yeah. I think it was the Titans game. And so, like, I wouldn't mind seeing that play again. Uh, also wouldn't mind to see those, like, random, like, Kansas City screen to Kelsey, but with, like, Irv Smith. Yeah, I'd like to see Irv get some of those plays, the Kelsey plays. Yeah, know? and I know it, like, the Chiefs run a complete different offense than we do, but... You can, can you can kind of design those kind of plays with what we run. Yeah, you could you can find ways to like get Irv the ball in weird ways, which I think I think they actually kind of were trying. Was to get that him the, the ball first drive? Did he have two catches on yeah, the first two drive? on the first drive and the first play of the game? He lined out out wide left, and it was a quick slant to him, but the D lineman batted it down. Like, yeah. it definitely seemed like they were. Uh, Trying to get him involved because it was it's been four weeks now and he hadn't been involved and he's a good player he yeah. he could catch a ball and take a hit I mean he was getting rocked out there so yeah and that was I think uh, they flagged one of them didn't they fifteen yard penalty I think he got I think on they one. did yeah, flag him smoked was that uh last week people were asking about Irv Smith and Zimmer said well it was lack of plays and we'll he like said yeah involved. he was like uh, there was a play where he was held there was one where he called the play to him and it just they just covered it up and so it seemed like then that first drive they made a concerted effort like hey we got to show. 
that he's a weapon. I mean, if he emerges as a weapon, like a real tight end weapon, this offense is loaded with weapons. Did you see those numbers after Delvin got hurt, like percentage of touches in our offense? No. Delvin's got like 48% of touches. I think Adam Thielen was at like 27 yeah. or 30 or something. And then Justin Jefferson was 20. I don't know, but like... It was like 96% of touches between just those three players. Well, it's, I mean, last week, I think you had said that we'd, he only completed four players, Cook, Rudolph, Jefferson, Thielen. Yeah. This week, he immediately went Herb. I think he had one to hand. Like, he spread up Madison, got a catch. So, at least he's, I mean, you can't just, week one and two, it was only Thielen. Yeah. You know? And, and then I, we got exposed in the second game, and it's like, oh, shit, we got to we gotta do something here. And I'm sure that's definitely, like, on Kubiak going and looking at last week going, all right. Four receivers, we can't go out and just do that again. We have to design, we have to play, call plays that are designed for other players, not named Rudolph Cook, Jefferson. Yeah, you got to have them respecting some other guys out there. Because so. otherwise, you end up with feeling double covered, Jefferson. I mean, they and could Rudolph bracket Mann. them both. That's what the teams, I think the Patriots did that to get Diggs and Thielen. It was just. Yep. Prove that Rudolph or yeah. yeah, they begged us to run. They're like, we're just gonna cover your guys. Oh, three three down linemen run the football. Do oh, okay. had Delvin Cook and didn't use him? That is a wild. Yeah. No screens. And like even like just the dump off plays where, oh, all right, you're gonna block and then release and then catch the yeah. ball. That must that was the year though that Cook missed the most time, right? Well, his rookie year ACL, but that was a yeah. Pat Shermer year. And then it was DeFilippo and he missed a, like half the year with that like a hamstring or something. Yep, because shit. then last year he played mostly healthy. Games. Towards the end he hurt his shoulder. Yep, and, and now then this year would be his fourth year. year. Next year would have been a free agent. Yeah. Yep. Uh you want to throw it to Teddy? Uh Teddy, we are going to go. I don't have my phone on me. I said I had him all. Oh, Delvin. Yeah, running I mean, game. Can, I think it was Delvin just Madison running. I think it was just running. The running game, game yeah. in general, yeah. We look good. I'll tell you what, Bradbury looks really good. Like he's starting to look like a actual He had a couple reach blocks on yeah, like, like, stretch plays. I've seen some people on Twitter like she's showing like his like plays he makes and like getting to the second level and stuff. It's like it's why you took him in the first round. It's not to anchor against a nose tackle. It's to have these crazy run plays where he's getting to the second level. But Cook, I mean, amazing. Madison looked awesome, except, you know, I missed the hole-on-one play, which was kind of a big fuck Which you go back, though, and watch that. Yeah. It was the fourth down play. You watch yep. it in real time. So, first initial thought is, for all you running backs don't matter people, Dellen makes that cut, gets first down. But also re-watching it, such a bang, It's bang a split play. second. And you know they're saying in the huddle, like, no dancing, get moving forward what sucked is that he like fell down so fast it's like you need to like keep your balance and push forward because both the guys that were like tackling him were engaged also like ham is locked up i mean someone stuffed that hole really hard i don't know uh, it was uh i i think it was uh moya or moyoya yeah. whatever his and name then was against is, brian o'neill he yeah he, he pressed his way through there and then the, the guy who hit ham kind of got in the way yeah so like madison immediately stopped and then gets like knocked over and it's like you need to do a better job of like rolling off that or something. You just fall down right I, now. I feel like Delvin takes that, like hits the back of our lineman and spins out of it yeah. for a first time. Honestly, I feel like Delvin's so good that he just sees it, pops it to the right. Like they, besides that end, they crashed QB sneak. Like they crashed inside. So it was a good call because you kind of went to the outside of O'Neal and it, there's nobody. I mean, yeah. it's, it's wide open. So 
Uh, yeah, I mean, the we, simple halfback dive against the QB sneak when, like, then in hindsight you go, oh, you should have ran a stretch play. But yeah. The thing with the stretch is you could get caught in the backfield. So it's like you almost don't want to do yep. that. It, it, honestly, it seemed like the right call. Like, I'm surprised that Ham didn't blow that guy up a little more. Like, he got stopped. Like, he kind of lost that. So Well, yeah, both both the guys, both impact blockers on that play got their shit blown up. Yeah. O'Neal and Ham. Mm-hmm. Because I think Samia – Crash down on the guy. Yeah, the rest with of them, when you look at the, yeah, when you look at like the freeze frame of it, it's really just O'Neal and Ham. That like, if they do something a little better, then he easily gets the first. But even like even then, if he has like better vision. But again, like you said, like it's bang bang, and it's you know they're saying don't dance, but like one little step to the right and he's gone. Yep. You know, and, so it sucks. The way the defense played, you almost wish you called a play action boot play. I know. Because either I feel like Kirk you either can't. Wa- no, you're, you can't. And the, Absolutely. The way their not. defense played, they gave up 200 yards rushing. Like, yeah. No, yeah, I, I yeah. agree. It's just like hindsight. It's just like, man, if we were able to pull out a bootleg play, you either have like a wide open tight end or yeah. Kirk just walks into the end zone. Mm-hmm. Uh, Honestly, though, like it seemed like the right call. Yeah, I don't hate Both the guys play are call. blocked. They just, he, Madison needs to. It's not like he met a guy in the hole. He just, like, he just, I mean, like, the O'Neal guy kind of gets to him, but it's like, I just don't know why, like, he, he just was like, it was like he was maybe over his feet. Like, he, he didn't, how do you not, like, stay up a little bit to it's get almost a like he was looking at the ground going, yeah, like, all right, I have I to get, get to the five or the four. Yeah, I got to get right there. He almost just, like, QB sneak would have been cool, but, oh, geez. Oh. Um, Tuesday Night Football, by the way, Bill's Titans were watching. Titans um, up 14-7. Uh, but that was a tready for the running game, which was ridiculously good yet again. Yep. So Kubiak knows how to run the ball. Yeah, he does. And if this team could figure out how to win, it would be kind of nice. I mean, three like you said, three and two with this running game going, with the defense learning a little, two great receivers, we'd be we'd be feeling pretty good. So, uh, but Madison, he might be starting. Oh. Um, I don't know if it's a Troy for you, but Cook obviously had an abductor strain or something, yeah. and. Even if he was healthy enough to play, I feel like they just are like, bye week's coming. You're sitting. Yeah, just sit him. Sit him off for two weeks, Madison. We're going to have to take a break here real quick. <laughs> All right, that'll bring us into our third. No, you've got I got, got my second. Left. Let's go with, uh, well, I'll just say Adam Thielen. He's two good. touchdowns, nine catches. Like I feel like everyone's waiting for that inevitable, like, oh, he's 30 now. He's going to slow down. He's really good. He's, he's PFF's number one receiver. He's, I mean, even in fantasy, he's a top five guy right now. He's, besides one week, I feel like he's been 100 yards the in the Colts Texans week? game. Yeah, probably the Colts week. Two touchdowns, I think, in the Packer game. Two touchdowns this game. 100 yards in the Texans game. Guy's been good. Yeah, and it was, uh, I don't know, I, I was kind of wondering uh, going into this year, like, with Adam Thielen being the guy, is he going to be able to keep producing with defenses keeping an eye on him? Yes. Yes. I don't know. Yes, he can produce. I think they might have been watching Jefferson. I think, you know, they think they were letting Thielen run. I don't know. Which is fine. Honest, like, I mean, if that's what they want to do and then the next team wants to track Thielen while Jefferson runs loose, mm-hmm. I don't care. It's just, it's nice having two legit weapons again. And I think with the run game being as good as it is, like, almost by default, like, Thielen's going to get some one on ones. You can't, you have to start bringing safeties up to stop this. It's almost like whenever a running game is really good, Thielen also really yeah. good. It's 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 nice to see that he's still playing at this level because 
we're probably, you know, as we go, like even into next year, it's probably going to be Thielen and Jefferson. I don't think they're going to make any major additions. So as long as he can keep keep playing like this and then get Jefferson keeps improving, pretty, pretty solid tandem. Yeah, and uh, it it's weird. I don't see Thielen in the slot much this year. I thought maybe they'd go Jefferson, Thielen, kind of mm-hmm. switching out a lot more. Seems but like Thielen's on the outside a lot. Thielen's on the outside, and then now that we're bringing BB in, over mm-hmm. all of BC and Tajay Sharp, neither of them are really in the slot much. Yeah, there's, and it seems to be working better than Tajay and a BC. Like it's put BB in the. I think he had a catch, one, two catches, I maybe at least he one. I know he had one for a first down on the first drive, but it's they both can win on the outside. Yes, they both can win in the slot, but in this offense too, there's a lot of two receiver sets, so they better be able to win not in the slot, which they both clearly can. Which is funny because it was kind of a a thing on. Jefferson, it's like, oh, I don't know. He played a lot of slot at LSU. Can he win on the outside? We never really saw it. And it's like, oh yeah, he can. Uh, yeah, and even that. and even he said he's like, I played strictly slot last year, but the years yeah. before, I was playing inside. I was playing outside. Mm-hmm. Just tell me what my job is, and I'm going to do it. Uh, which is nice because having that versatility of, you know. Thielen and Irv outside, Jefferson in the slot. Or Jefferson, Irv outside. Everyone can play everywhere. It's very nice, except for Chad Beebe on the outside. Which is fine. That's not happening. That's fine, but you got the other two on the outside. So it's it's a nice group. Um, And BC had one catch today, too, or on Sunday. So, you know, he does exist still. He's not, you know, he was pretty solid last year. You know, I think he's. I think he's more primed for that three or four yeah, role, not the number two. Yeah, he just couldn't remember the two. this offseason when I said, you know, BC could be primed for like a sleeper number one gig on like a bad football team. So let's just throw the Jets out this year. And no. even that was too much. Like he's yeah. a solid number two at best. Yeah. I mean, we saw what he is as a number two. It's not good enough. You no. know? So, so sorry, BC, but you dropped yourself from a fan favorite. Um, which did you? I said Thielen. Who do you got? I, I was gonna have Thielen as well. Let's see if I can think of another. I got a one few more. Quick. You got a few more. Uh, uh, you know, at least three more. If already, I want to throw them. We did already talk Bradbury. That was another one I was gonna oh, go. Yeah. Uh, Good to see him improving though, because it was like, all right, solid pick maybe, but not like a great pick. If he keeps this up, and it's, all right, we got. Good center, good right tackle, good receiver. Delvin Cook. We got some young playmakers. Irv Smith. I'm gonna go just off the top of my head. First half D line play. Yeah, just that was some of the best. Besides one play where Adenable let him get for him for 19 yards, the best like containing and then just collapsing on him. Like Adenable had a sack. Uh, James Lynch got a sack. And, um, like got a sack. Like, and it was such a great job of of what you need to do to like these guys, these Rogers, the Wilsons, like coverage and just keeping contained. And they did a. The best I've seen. Zero points. Containing collapse was yeah. is, is a perfect way to describe it. We we did it perfectly. It was, you know, create a big pocket, mm-hmm. make sure he doesn't get outside, and then after three seconds or whatever, go. It's like, like they go like on the identable one, it's like he saw the time to strike. Like Wilson looked away and he's like, Oh, right, I'm going in now. I'm gonna just attack him. So yeah, uh it, it and it's weird because I don't know if any one guy really stood out. It was like a Good team effort. Yep, know, so. because it, you know, guys were eating up blockers, and the guy who was single covered was able to mm-hmm. release at the right time. It, and that's what it's got to be. They all you can't have one guy getting like you know too aggressive and being too greedy and trying to go for a sack, because then that's when Wilson breaks the pocket and you're screwed. You know, those big DTs aren't going to get him. You know, so you're 
if, if one of those edge guys decides to go, like the one time Odenimo did, he cut underneath. Oh, yeah. And so all of a sudden him and the, the, the D-tackle are in the same hole. And it's like, all right, Wilson's gone. He ran for 19 yards. Uh, what did I mention? James Lynch got his first sack. Armin Watts kind of caused more of that play than Lynch did. but A lot of disruption he, there. Yeah. He did get uh, Hercules Mata'afa cut. So we just cut Hercules. I don't know if you saw that. Uh, and then Hercules tweeted a clown emoji. And then deleted the post. And then deleted his entire account. So, a little salty maybe? Because I don't know if you saw, we claimed a defensive end off of the... Washington. Off of Washington. And we also brought back Eddie Yarbo. So, I don't even think Hercules is getting on the practice squad. I don't, there's no space right now. I feel like what, it's like, hey, we've given you a bunch of tries. Lynch came in after a pretty rough camp and got a sack. And it, like he pushed his guy straight back. So, he did a good job. And, like, I get, like, a couple of times the other week we asked Mataafa to spy so he can't go and get the passer. But he's shown nothing in a regular season game. Like, he's been a lot of camp hype. And, like, I get it. You know, you you play DN, three-tack, middle, outside in college. But then even when we we tried you at middle linebacker and you couldn't do it, so we moved you to DN, and then it's like, oh, we're going to make you a a three-tack. And it's like, dude. At some point, it's like, I don't know, man. It just isn't happening. Like, after three years, most players, it's like, no. It's, I don't know what to tell you. Keep putting on weight, I guess. Maybe that'll work. Yeah, and, like, if he doesn't make the practice squad, goes somewhere else's, goes somewhere else and succeeds, good for you. Yeah. But I don't see it after what I've seen in no. the last three years. And maybe he does end up back on the practice squad and he was just angry. I mean, like, Adenabo, remember, he posted something like Fool's Gold or whatever when... Um, well, he, he traded, traded for Yannick, but he didn't know that Daniil Hunter yeah, wasn't going to play. You know they probably called him into the office and were like, Fatty, I, I know you think you just got replaced, but Daniil Hunter's got a, a herniated disc in his neck. Like, We keep telling people it's a little tweak, and it ain't a little tweak. So just <laughs> shut the hell up. We need a premier pass rusher or we're basically screwed. Yep. So, uh, But yeah, D-line I thought played really well. Ngakwe has five sacks already, I think. Yeah. Uh, They're not... What are... Two forced fumbles. Just the one strip sack, right? He's got two. He's got two he very two. similar ones where they just immediately, their guy fell on it. But yep. he's going to get paid. I mean, if he keeps that up. He haven't, like, the one this week was one where it's like Wilson steps up in the pocket and then he gets him, like, right before this line of scrimmage. But, hey, a sack's his a sack. agent's going to count that as a sack, like, yep. just like the stat sheet will. Um, I'll throw another Teddy out there. Dan Bailey, after some rough games, he hit two long field, well, one over 50, and then one, I think, was 40s maybe. And... The one in the 50 wasn't that while it was raining out, too? Yeah. It was It was like, well, yeah, because he hit two in the first half. So Oh, yeah. Well, yep. Yeah. Definitely raining still. So just, you know, good job, Dan Bailey. At least at least he made a tough field goal, so I know he can do it. Because yeah. I was starting to lose a little confidence in old, in old Dan. Maybe he's like Kirk. He needs a preseason. <laughs> um, and then what else did I have on here? Uh, oh, also just Eric Wilson, I thought, played really well. You know, that's, it. that's a good one. I I'm glad you did bring that up because he did play very well. I know uh, he had a sack and he, another one where he did a great job of not running right past Wilson. Like he completely stopped, that. grabbed him, threw him down. And then the very next play, they tried to run a screen play and Harrison Smith just timed it perfectly. It was right in Wilson's face. Wilson drops it off to Carson and Eric Wilson's right there. Just completely buries him. And it's like third and 17. So, And those are the kind of plays that I feel like the coaches see a lot in practice but we haven't seen much during the games. Yeah. He's always been pretty good, but I thought he actually made some plays, which was big. And he's never going to be, like, he got ran over once in a run play. Like, he's never going to be a good run stopper because he's just too small. Yep. Jeez, um, Derrick Henry just tossed a guy. 
Look at that. They're laughing at him. You got to watch the replay of that one. Um, but, yeah, Wil- Wilson kind of, like, how much do you miss Barr? Honestly, like, I'm not saying Wilson's as good as him or anything, but like, it just seems like that position isn't, like, was it really worth paying Anthony Barr? Does he really do a lot? Like, I missed Daniel Hunter. Do you know if Daniel Hunter was in there, we'd be having some plays. But Anthony Barr, I don't know. Every now and then he knifes through, makes a play, but... It's funny because I have a, a cousin, because the way we always like gush about Barr, it's like, yeah. I know he's not on the stat sheet, but he plays well. He was always like, uh, this summer, he, oh my God, Josh Norman. Josh Norman got tossed by Derrick Henry. <laughs> that was amazing. He was uh, he was saying that he, he's like, I want to like sit you down and show you why Anthony Barr is not as good as you think. And well, now I, I agree. I, I do not miss... Anthony Barr as much as I thought I would. Yeah, which isn't to say he's not a good player or even like a Pro Bowl player, but it's like he's not as impactful as Eric Kendricks. And Eric Wilson is a serviceable backup. So would I prefer Barr over Wilson? Yeah, absolutely. But it might be one of those things where it's like maybe Spielman gets a little too um, into signing his own players. Like it's like, oh, we can't let Barr go. Even the Cook thing, like. That was Zimmer's first guy. Like, I can't yeah. let him walk. Like, you know, when he's not really looking at, you know, as much as positional value and stuff, it's like, do we want to pay two linebackers, like, 10-plus million? But Barr took – we were going to let him go. And then he's, like, he re- he recanted on his offer and took less money to come back here. So yeah. Took, what, $3 million less to come back? Yeah. I so, mean, like, I, I, I get it, but, I mean, especially since we just drafted Troy Dye, are we – I know he hasn't played much, but are we – much worse off of Kendricks Wilson die cap space or because yeah. what could you Wilson get? Kendricks bar? It's, it's like would you would you rather go swap? and get Roger Saffold exactly. two like, years ago instead of bar getting a right guard? Probably would rather do that at this point. Um, but, also, at what point does Kendricks go? Like, why am I paid less than this guy? Like, I am much better than Anthony Barr. Why am I paid less? But I mean, Anthony Barr, he you know he does call the defense. He he does a lot of different stuff. Eric Wilson took over the calling the defense because Kendricks I think did it for a game, and then they were like, ah, it's like I, I, too much for Kendricks. Yeah, like Zimmer's almost. like we just want him to do what he does. Like like we don't want him to get to have to worry about that. That makes sense. Like you know yeah. he's got the brain. Like I don't want to. I want him to worry about one position, not eleven. I just want him to play. You know. Uh, another just random linebacker note. Uh, I don't know if you noticed, but Todd Davis basically took Hardy. I was going to say, I don't ever remember really 47 being on He was. Todd though. Davis basically took all his snaps Perfect. for the most part. I think Nickerson only played. I mean, but clearly that was just, all right, he needs a couple weeks to learn the defense and we're good to go. So no more awful Hardy Nickerson. So that'll be nice. Thank God. Um, any other teddies from you? Uh, I don't. That's all I wrote down. I mean, first half defense. I mean, overall. We, I mean, yeah, first half D played great. First half offense was really good. I mean, it was a domination. You just, it would have been nice to get a touchdown on that one drive instead of a field goal, or both those drives, really. And then I did like the way we fought back because that could have been a total collapse. Yeah. And it was like, all right, no, like everyone calm the fuck down. We're we were down. Lead. We were up 13 nothing, down 21 13. Mm-hmm. Easily could have just called it a day. Yeah, and it was like, like, like a said, tsunami. 30, like 35 13, yeah. just. So, okay. Well, so let's head to the bad then. You got uh, you got a Troy you want to start with? Start with the obvious, Trusamia. Yeah, holy cow. I've honestly, I don't feel like I've ever seen a lineman play that bad. And we've had some bad linemen. There was, it was like me and Ben were just laughing 
laughing. Like, it's got to be Simi again. Let's look at the replay. Simi again. Even plays that turned out to be good, you'd watch the replay and it's like, oh, that could have been terrible. Good thing we went to the opposite yeah. side. Multiple penalties. Three just, of them, I just think. Just getting blown up left and right. I mean, it's pretty bad when a broadcast actually singles out a lineman. That's pretty rare. You don't, like... Usually it's like, oh, the line's playing bad. You know, they like they put his name, little arrow right there. Like, yeah, this guy Chris sucks. Collinsworth. Yeah, yeah, it's like, this is the worst PFF rated dude. He's terrible. And it's, how is the, like, put, I don't put Ezra in. Put Dakota Dozier in. Not Dakota Dozier. Uh, Aviante Collins. Like, how is Brett Jones at least not, like, he's a colossal failure there. It's, yeah. it's bad. I don't even know how to, like, he's terrible. How can you not replace him? Or at least see if the next guy's as bad as he is. He's setting the bar very low. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, I mean, I understand not wanting to throw Ezra Cleveland in the dogs. You know, that's just not ruin his confidence and his mindset right now. But the Aviante Collins thing, where you have him and Dakota Dozier going back and forth for the starting for first left team guard. guard. Yeah, and all the. I mean, maybe he can't play right guard. But we Either can Drew Samia. But we watched Drew. We we watched Dakota Dozier play right guard last year. Yeah. Why can't they just flip? Right. Like, yeah. Move Dozier to right guard and Collins play left guard. Then if it's so hard, the, how are we going to go into another week with him playing guard? He's terrible. I I don't know. I, I imagine our offense if he wasn't on it. I mean, if we've said it the last few weeks, Pat Elfline not good. Light years better than Drew Samia. Can you imagine if instead of drives being killed by this this clown, if you had Pat Elfline just being okay there. Yeah. This I mean, team would be amazing. This offense should score big time. Like, I mean, he sucks. I It's 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 TJ Clemens-esque. It is really like TJ Clemens-esque. It's Mark, Mike Remmers at his worst. Is that like, another blown fourth-round yeah, guard? TJ yeah. Clemens, Drew Samia? Willie Beavers. Willie Beavers. Yeah, threefer. Uh, it's... And weird, like the fourth round is like prime time to grab a good guard. Mm-hmm. There's no signs of improvement either. Like he's just gotten worse. That's the thing about Samia too. Like, yeah, yeah. you just, you, you can't go, oh, well, at least he's better than when he was against Tennessee because he's not. Yeah, he This was his worst worse. game. This was his worst game. It and, was bad. And it's, it's only going to get worse because he gets his ass kicked in real life and then he gets his ass kicked on tape. And then he yeah. gets his ass kicked by the coaches. When this is guy, Elfline coming back? I thought he had a broken pinky. I think it was three weeks. Well, that's the IR. But well, yeah. But so That's th- this week. He should be back. Drew Smee has played three games. Okay. Well, Please, for the love of God. Should Grady Jarrett's coming to town. It's. I mean, it's not going to be good. The guy is ruining our... Like, he sucks. Uh, my first Troy, I'm going to say Cam Dantzler. I like the guy. I like the way he hits. He has a lot of good plays, but my God, that DK Metcalf fourth and ten the deep shot. The last drive from what? Dantzler. That for that deep shot up the left sideline. He, I know it's weird because Metcalf's so big, and like maybe he was like, "There's no way." Like he, I'm playing, like he's trying to catch the ball, but it's like you need to get up there so when that ball comes down, you can smack it out of his hands. Like you didn't even get beat deep. You you got beat short. The thing is, the hell like, was that? he, like, so it was, I don't know, would you just call that a stupid fade route or whatever that I was? I mean, it's just a goal ball. Yeah. I mean, it's, we blitz and they threw it up one and on one. Let's so, go. So, you throw, you throw the fade and, and you almost of, know it's coming because you're sending the heat. They're just going to lob it up. And instead of, you know, attacking the ball at its highest point, he kind of like fell back expecting it just to kind of caress into his arms. Oh, I'm going to make, I'm going to finish this game off with a pick. It's like Metcalf is 
six foot four, two hundred thirty pounds. Yeah, he can jump out of a gym. Like, yeah, he's going up for it. He's not just gonna let that go past him. He played it like it was a like, like he completely underestimated DK Metcalf on that. Like he he saw the ball and he's like, "There's, I'm so far ahead of him that like this is I'm catching this like a punt," and it just sucks because he didn't get burned on it. Yeah, it's it, you just had to go, t- t- and he was looking at the ball. All he had to do was go play the ball at the high point, like you said. He hey, did- I was wondering. I was gonna text you during the game. Like, did does Cam, is Cam Dancer doing so well on DK Metcalf because he went one on one with him in college, Mississippi State, Ole Miss, multiple mm-hmm. times, and then just about at the point where I wanted to text that it was fourth and ten, and that happened. It's like Cam, Cam Dancer played. So Pretty well. Like, it was one of his better games, I thought. Didn't he almost give up the touchdown to David Moore, though, also? And then David Moore dropped it in the end zone? Like, he also yeah, completely misplayed a ball? Yeah, he did. Yep, yep, yeah. yep. He just he seemed a little lost for, like, when the ball's up in the air on these deep balls. But, yeah. like, uh, And then, I don't know if you heard Zimmer after the game. Or if you saw Harrison Smith after the fourth and their touchdown to Metcalf to win the game. And you see Harrison Smith when they zoom in, and he clearly says, Cam, cover your fucking guy. I did not see that. So it's man-to-man, and Cam Dancer just lets Metcalf go. So they, they run, and Andre Patterson admitted it. He said he said two things about that play, the very last play where they score. I guess that's not the last play, but they're, they're winning touchdown. A Fetty, he wishes, would have charged at Russell Wilson instead of playing as much like soft as he did to get him off his spot. And then they ran just crossing routes. With two receivers, and for some reason, Dantzler was like worried about the one coming towards him, and stopped to cover him, and it was man to man. So he has he was his job was to follow DK Metcalf, and he just yeah. So that's Harris's job to crash down and cover that cross. Yeah, and like yeah, Harris's job is also to help out with Dantzler. But like if Dantzler just stays with him, he might be able to bat it down. He might not even throw it there because he sees a guy, but. To just to to call man defense and then to basically abort it because I think what he thought is like oh my gosh this guy's open coming towards me I need to cover him and then Wilson doesn't throw that the ball there and now it's like you look up and your your guy is the one scoring the touchdown yeah I mean so he had two very bad plays but Zimmer was like you know I still really like him I think he's gonna be a great player he you know he's had some hiccups like in the Packer game where he played press at the end of the second half or end of the first half and give up a touchdown he's like he's just you know rookie mistakes you know it's like you don't need to be pressing. They're not, you know, don't play him like he's going to give him cushion. There's no time left. So, I don't know. It just sucked. Because Dantzler has shown some promise. So, But it's not like Drew Samia where it's just trash the whole time. So that's yeah, cool. no. He's got his ups and downs, which reminds you of Trey Waynes or Xavier Rhodes. Mm-hmm. So. You see flashes. I will say, uh, not really a Teddy, but could have been. Gladney looks really good. Yep. For a guy that didn't get to play the first week, which maybe it's because he was banged up all preseason. Well, not preseason, but camp. But he played the nickel, and I, I thought he played awesome. He's physical. He's pumping guys. He's looks good. Yeah, he's uh, he's everything we wish we got in Mike Hughes. Yeah, although Mike Hughes kind of played. He played well, well but that like, DK Metcalf end zone where he pops it out, that was a nice play. I mean, I was like, did 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 he just drop that or what? And you see Mike Hughes go in there, smack it out. I mean, if, if Peanut Anthony, Tillman, yeah, if Peanut Anthony Tillman Harris could have done that on the fourth down play, we'd be we'd have won. So. But yeah, I'll say Cam Dantzler uh, didn't have a great game. Oh. Well, he had an okay game and then it completely was this, collapsed. It, it at the was end. really like brutal. The, the final yeah. drive really like 
made it a microscope on like dance, like dude. Yeah. Two two of the biggest two plays fourth of down the game. Plays. Two you of the stop, biggest plays. That, you stop either of those, you win the one game. One of them. Yep. Yeah. One of them. And what's it's he almost went Marcus Williams on the on the one. Like froze up. Like on the on the Diggs miracle play. Marcus Williams clearly like, panicked. Oh. Like, oh I don't wanna hit him. I don't want to get flagged, but I but I I need to keep him in balance. Like completely his brain overthought and he froze. Rookie and mistake. Yeah. Yeah, another rookie, so yeah, I mean, he would have been the hero. Go up and get the ball, smack it out. Sad day. So uh, you got another Troy? Yeah, I think we're. I think we're gonna dive in to the two point play call. Two point play call. Okay. Okay. Third the, uh, quarterback quarter. sneak. Yeah. Or the the quarterback draw. draw. I. We're on opposite ends of the spectrum. I know. I hate the play call. I don't mind chasing the points at that point. I don't like chasing the points, which, if to explain it, it was 19 to 21, no. and instead of kicking the field goal to go 20 to 21, down by one, we went for two and didn't get it, which made it 19 to 21. Yep. And we ended up... My, my thought is, in the end of it, instead of on fourth and inches deciding whether do you want to be up eight or go for it, you're just going to kick it and go up nine. But... Obviously, that's after the whole game played out. But it's the same thing that happened to us in Tennessee. We ended up losing by one because we chased points. Now, I don't know what the analytics say. Maybe, again, it's it's hard to just take this one example. Like, shouldn't have chased points. But at the time, I was like, why the fuck do we need to make it 21-21? This game is not ending 20-21. to It's just not going to end this way. So I don't see the reason to do it. But I always, I, I was wondering whether it was like, do they just think we're going to just exchange field goals the rest of the day? Which is because- possible. Like if you do go for one and then you make a field goal and you're up 23 to 20 or 23 21, now they kick for you lose. So there is reasons to do it. I just honestly even just because of the Tennessee game, I didn't like it. It's like dude, just we're going to score no touchdown. Yep. And it you can even go back to what was that Cowboys Falcons where Martin even what was it, like four and a half minutes left in the fourth quarter? McCarthy decided not to chase the points. Went down, still went down nine, two possessions instead of making it a one possession game. And then they ended up getting the ball back, scoring a touchdown. And then onside kick, got the ball back, kicked a field goal one by one, I believe. Right. Yeah. I mean, and, it, it could go either way, but well, that's that. that I, I'm actually like discussing it on your side, where yeah, yeah, like don't even chase the points until you absolutely have to. Mm-hmm. But I hate calling. The only reason why I don't, I, I don't mind chasing the points because the idea of exchanging field goals. Mm-hmm. I hate running quarterback draw with Kirk Cousins on two two yards to go. The week after you decided to go quarterback sweep on fourth and one. Yeah. I mean, it's like, I, I don't, I'm not big on like judging play calls because if it works, everyone's like, oh, what a call. Just like the fourth and one sweep. Like if he doesn't get that, everyone's going, what the fuck would you call a quarterback sweep with the slowest quarterback in the world? Oh, yeah. And then if he gets it, everyone's like, oh, that caught him off guard. But you didn't, you didn't, it didn't work. So, I don't think you're going to catch him off guard after you just showed you're willing to move Kirk Cousins. On a four, fourth and short, two-point conversion try near the end zone. Yeah. I, I, it's just, it's still Kirk Cousins running. Like, I don't think that's ever something that's forefront of someone's mind. But, I, I honestly, I feel like he, like, 
So, but it was just on last week's yeah. tape where like, it's like, be, all right, be careful. You... They will, they will do it. Like, I, I, and didn't we run the dude out out wide, basically same yeah. formation when we uh, did the sweep? Didn't we have a guy motion out of the backfield, or am I wrong? I think he motioned and they hiked it at the same time as he was moving in the te- Texans game. This time he motioned completely out. Uh, I feel like the quarterback draw is also a little more obvious than the, than the sweet play, like. People are always kind of, hey, watch the draw. Like even when even when you do have a slow quarterback, I don't I don't really love the quarterback draw in general. Yeah. So I, I would have preferred something else. Like, I think the sweep's better because you you let the guard and center guard and or center pull. Mm-hmm. So then you know you've got a free like a free guy at the edge and you're just kind of running around. Him yeah. And kind of clipping. Honestly, him. I'd rather just a normal passer run. But I'm not gonna be like, oh, that's why we lost is because we called a stupid quarterback draw. Like I don't know. No, whatever. I just. I just think if you're gonna run the ball, run it with fucking Delvin. Yeah, I run mean, it with Delvin. You run get a little too cute there. It's like throwing screens to CJ Hamler. I mean, yeah, maybe throw- not run it with Madison because we saw what happened on fourth and yeah. short later in the game. But like, you know, or do that stupid Steelers play where they had four guys out wide and just run yeah, a ball screen diamond to them. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I mean. It, it, again, all that doesn't matter if Madison just gets a first down on fourth and inches. Yeah. I mean, it sucks. Like, or if Dantzler bats a ball down. It's just, yeah. There, there's so many times you could seal that game up. So, But yeah. yeah, I guess a Troy for me would have been chasing the points, and a Troy for you is the play call. Yeah. And honestly, I could, I'm fine with each of them. Um, Troy for me, let's see. I just have down the defense after turnovers. Giving up those quick scores, like, man up a little bit, like. Harrison Smith trying to strip the ball to Carson. That was kind of embarrassing. Like, Yeah. It, I When it works, it's great. But I always hate just guys going for the strip rather than There's the times where, like, it, you, you, like, they're wrapped up or they're falling down and you go for a strip. Or, like, you're the one holding them up kind of. Like, Carson's still running. Don't go up high and just basically get shrugged off. Like, it just looks bad. Like, were you on the cell phone with Andrew Sandejo earlier in the yeah. day? Or what's going on? Because, like... You didn't see shit like that if you, unless if, it was Sandejo. Yeah. Last year against yeah. Denver, he's like yanking on the ball, and the guy just keeps plugging They're up 17 nothing. he's yanking yeah. at the ball. I get like, dude, they're on the one. <laughs> and it and it, it just, you can see the frustration, the fact that they're like, that Kirk turned it over and that we got a fumble. You know, it's like, okay, we'll just calm down and just hold him to a field goal because giving up back-to-back touchdowns really causes a lot of problems. Now, all that work you did in the first half to hold him to zero is gone. You know, it's like you gave up touchdowns and they held us to two field goals. So it's just. I, I, yeah. And like la- compared to last year or 2017, we turned the ball over back to back times in like within the 30. They're only getting 10 at most. One of those drives, we're stopping them for three. Mm-hmm. And that's where like this young defense comes in where, you know, more times than not, we're probably giving up the 14 rather than the six. Yeah, we're just, we're out of our realm all of a sudden, and we're just, I mean, even veteran Harrison Smith is clearly frustrated and trying to strip the ball off for no apparent reason, so just fucking tackle him. Yep. Get him inside the 10, they're clearly struggling to score from there. Um, so yeah, I mean, do you have any other Troys that you want to talk about? No, because my third one would have been Dantzler. The um, one thing I think we should chat about is the decision to go for it versus a field goal. Where were you... This isn't a Troy or Teddy. This oh, is just, this oh, is like absolutely like so we get stopped on third and one. Yeah, I'm already going. Let's go for it. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm not thinking. Take the points. Let's go up eight. 
Because I know what Russell Wilson can do against a young defense. Either way, whether whether we get stopped or we kick a field goal, they have to score a touchdown. Right. So it's like in either scenario, the downside is they're going to score a touchdown. Is it, would you rather risk getting the first right now, winning the game, or the fact that maybe you stop their two-pointer, or you get to go to overtime? So I'm actually like, I when I was sit, we were sitting here and Ben was... 100% kick the field goal, which he was kicked the field goal. They need to score. They need to get a two-pointer. And at that point, even if they do both those, you still have a chance to be in overtime. But then I'm, it's like, it's an inch and it's done. So like, I honestly like, and I think the Atlantic shows, I think it was slightly smarter to go for it, but it's very much not. It's 50-50. It's 50-50. It's, it's it's, so it's like, Everyone it's wanted, kind of in hindsight, if you're wrong, yeah, you yeah. should have went the other Now there's a bunch of people, and honestly, I actually think a lot of people are kind of like saying, no, I like it, go for it, win the game. But there are some people that are like, you know, they would have had to score a touchdown, get the two-pointer, which and they, they didn't. didn't get. So it's really... But maybe that play call is different yeah, too. Yeah, no, the whole storyline would be different. And it's, and it's like, okay, if they go down and score and get a two-pointer, you really think you're going to do anything in overtime? Like, I don't, maybe you do, maybe you don't. In my opinion, that game was lost as soon as we gave up 17 rushing yards on the first play. Of that drive. Of that drive. And what sucks, though, is that you did get him to 4th and 10. You got him to two fourth downs. But I think that 4th and 10, wasn't that... Uh, didn't we allow Russell Wilson to it run? It was still like on And then side. didn't we get three straight stops, and then they threw the DK yeah. Metcalf on I mean, they wasn't, he wasn't... They weren't far down the field yet. They were still like maybe short. Yeah, because I think he kind of like the forty-three or forty-seven yeah. somewhere. Because they had a few more there. plays for that. But yeah, like I, I, I just think you could do it either way. You could go for it or you kick the field goal. Like I personally like on the road going for the kill. If and the way home, you're running, it's and uh, if you're at home with fans in the stands, like sure, yeah, go for it. You know, mm-hmm. kick the field goal. Hope you get a stop. Well, but if you're at home, the, I think you go for it too. Crowd behind you, just yeah. plunge it through. Yeah, I honestly, true. I feel like I would probably go for it in both situations. I'm going for it in both um, situations. They kept claiming like, oh, if the Seattle fans were here, they would have been like, we don't want to mess with it. Let's I kick the field too, goal. Yeah. Let's go. Like Almost like you. If Seattle fans are here, I'm calling a QB sneak. And if I get stuffed, I get stuffed. <laughs> yeah. You know what's kind of dumb about the whole thing is that either way, kicking the field goal or not, you should have won the game regardless. Yep. They had to go 95 yards. Fucking stop And that. that's the reason why it's like, go for the first down. Yeah. It's not like it's fourth and one at the 18. That's, that's a little different. Then it's an 80-yard drive. It's a little shorter. Like They're at the five. So I think it ended up being a 94-yard 90, drive. 94-yard drive. Yeah. So. I think they got stopped at the six. But like, okay, so you take the three and you give Russell Wilson 75 yards or you keep the ball – and don't get three, and you make him go 95 yards. Nine times out of ten, if I don't know the result, I'm making him go 95 yards for a touchdown. Yeah, and that's after they stop you from getting an inch, you know? I But, you know, like Ben was sitting here going, okay, but, like, if you just take the chip shot field goal, they got to drive probably 80 yards, score a touchdown, get a two-pointer, and if all that happens, you go to overtime. So I, I get the other argument, but... I get if, it. It's just trying to think what I would do playing Madden, which is funny because it's totally irrelevant, but it's interesting to say. And I would actually kick the field goal in Madden because I don't trust getting a yard in Madden. But in like real football, I feel like you could just get the yard. All you have to do is literally get to the line of scrimmage and fall forward. Yeah. You are six feet tall S- compared to three feet. Madison, you're running full speed into the line. 
get a half a yard. It wasn't even a yard. It was a half a yard. Yep. So and yeah, I I think I agree with you. And Matt and I probably do take the field goal, but but it's also because I really trust that I'm not going to give up a, a touchdown to me. I'm going to play prevent D, and they're going to. That's you know. how I felt with the Vikings. Like, all right, you know, 8, 75, 80 yards. Yeah, for sure. I don't trust us in like a prevent mode, but 95 yards. Honestly, to me, when we got stopped, I knew they were scoring. It was, uh, but, but it, was week, it was after the 17 yard rush that I knew for you that scoring. it was like this is done. It was like, so the play after, <laughs> when the only time I thought that we were gonna stop them is when that ball was in the air on fourth and ten bomb to DK Metcalf, and I went holy shit, Dantzler's five yards ahead of Metcalf. That must be so far overthrown, and then he looked like an absolute fool. That was the only time in that drive. Otherwise, even fourth and ten or fourth and goal, I was like, we are definitely giving this up. Like, we got lucky that Mike Hughes punched that out. Yeah. I thought the other play looked close. Like, we're gonna fuck this up. But I thought the same thing last week, and Will Fuller bobbled at the end zone. But I mean, that was the exact same scenario. If you have take the field goal, Watson would have had to drive his whole team down the field, score a touchdown, get a two pointer, and that's just for overtime. But I didn't feel safe in that game either. So like, had I been given the opportunity to just go for it on fourth and inches, I probably have taken it. I don't yeah. Know. I don't know. I don't think anyone really should be like ripping Zimmer on that. No, it feels like it, it's not. It's an either or. You know, I don't feel like it was a blatant, yeah, I, obvious you choice. Could have gone one way or the other. And I like how aggressive he's been lately. Like we went for it for two down, fourth and fourth and two and fourth and well, the first drive it was fourth and two, like the four yard line. Then once we went for it at midfield, I mean, both those I thought were nice. So I don't know. Weird game. Should have won. Went into it feeling like we shouldn't have won at all because it's the Seahawks on the road, and then we played really, really well. And we feel like, and we then we blew won. it. So it kind of like those two games kind of ruined our season, but at least we're showing that we're uh, going to compete a little bit. True. So should we uh, take a break and then hit the lines? Yeah, let's do it. All right, welcome back. Uh, we'll hop into the lines. Uh, we're the first game on the docket, so I'll skip it. Thursday, no Thursday game this week. Oh wow. Well, what was that because of all this COVID crap? Yeah, that the Thursday game got moved to Sunday or mm. Monday. Okay. And then, because I think the Chiefs were supposed to play Thursday, but the Chiefs were going to end up having to play yeah. three games in 12 days or something like that because they had the Patriots Monday night and then this game on Sunday and then they were supposed to play Thursday night. Um, so, yeah, three games in 12 days, so no Thursday it. night this week. So we got first game Ravens at the Eagles. Ravens at Eagles. The Eagles are two and three, two two and one. No, yeah, they, they lost to the tie. Steelers. It's one oh. three and one. It's so bad that someone's gonna win that division because I mean, obviously Dak got hurt, so now it's Andy Dalton. Like it's gonna be the Cowboys, right? The I think it Washington has to be. and the Giants aren't good enough. The, the so Cowboys are gonna feed Zeke. They're gonna run yeah. like a Minnesota style offense now. Seven. I mean. Delton's not a terrible quarterback. Like they can go seven and nine and win the division. That's how bad it's gonna be. And like, yeah, like Dalton's Dalton like getting Dalton was probably the best offseason acquisition now that Dak got hurt. Yeah, I mean Because you have Andy Dalton or like if Kirk got hurt, sure. would you rather have Andy Dalton or Sean Mannion? Yeah, obviously. Andy Dalton like has made the playoffs. He knows what to do. He'll probably be pretty solid with CD Lamb and Amari Cooper and Michael Gallup. It'll be he'll he'll do just good enough for Cowboys fans going, let's not spend yeah. 35, 40 million. We'll on go Dak. case keenum on yep. it. Uh but 
Ravens at Eagles. Uh, I'm going to go Ravens minus nine and a half. Minus seven and a half. I'm taking the Ravens. Yeah, I'm taking the Ravens too. That seems oddly. I don't think the. I mean, the Eagles' defense is atrocious. So Uh, next up, Bears at Panthers. The surging Panthers, three wins in a row. Teddy B. Teddy B. I'm taking Teddy B. Uh, I'm going to go. It's probably Bears. You said at Panthers. At Panthers. Probably Bears minus two and a half. It is Panthers minus two and a half. Oh. Respect. I, I am taking the Panthers. I'll take the Panthers too. We need the Bears to lose. They can't believe yeah. they beat the Bucks on Thursday night. What a joke. Uh, Bucks at. They not, should be one in three. They shouldn't have beat the Bucks. I mean, they. We've seen this every week though, and they keep winning games. Like, I, I listened to our podcast last week, and we were like, there's no way they're beating the Bucks. This team's trash. And then they win again. And it's like, what? They if beat- that game is in Raymond James Stadium, not in front of the 45,000 yeah. screaming Bears. Never mind. It doesn't matter. <laughs> the Bears beat them. Bengals at Colts. Uh, Colts minus six and a half. Colts minus eight. Okay. I, I'm going to take the Colts to cover that. I'm going to take the Bengals. It, Rivers is bad. Yeah. The Colts defense is pretty good. I don't think the Bengals defense is very good. The Bengals are bad as a team. So, like, but, but I, Joe Burrow playing indoors. <laughs> I just think that the Colts like could be a solid team if they didn't have Phillip Rivers. Like if they had signed Cam Newton. Do you Yes. Do you think they would have been better off with Jacoby Brissett? Nah, yeah. I, mean, I mean, I feel like... Horse apiece. Yeah, I don't think he's anything special. Rivers makes some good plays, but man, does he make some bad plays. Like, just throws picks. Oh. Uh, Browns at Steelers. The Kevin Stefanski, 4-1 or 3-1? 4-1. They've won 4-1. Four four and, and they are games. scoring like nobody's business. He looks good. He always seemed like a competent coach. Oh. I would have liked to keep him. Uh, Browns against who? The Steelers. Browns, Steelers, Steelers minus 4.5. Minus three and a half. Three and a half. I'm going to take the Steelers. It's a good game. Yeah. Undefeated versus one loss. I'm going to take the Steelers as well. I that think was in Heinz Field? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they'll probably slap around Baker Mayfield. Give them one more. Like, all right, hold on, buddy. Not quite going to be a, a – they're probably a playoff team maybe, but we're still in class of the division. Although yeah. the Ravens also – that's a good division. Uh, yeah. Besides the Bengals, yeah. name one team that – doesn't have a chance to make the playoffs. Honestly, I think they all three probably. I mean, <laughs> they might. Yeah. Ravens have one loss. Chiefs, they lost to the Chiefs and all that. Did, did I pick all three teams to make the playoffs in our pre? I think we did. I could. I think we both had the Browns making it. Yeah, I think so, we did. Yeah, that's good for us. Only Look at few us. things I've been right on. I mean, oh my god, I like hated the Rams, loved the Cowboys, hated we the Colts. Yeah. Yikes. But I did like the Panthers a lot, and it looked bad early, but not, you know. As soon as Christian McCaffrey got hurt, things started coming around. Yeah, once you run, that off, run, that, yeah, yeah. Run, run the offense through Teddy B. Yeah, him and Mike Davis. Uh, Detroit at the Jacksonville Jaguars. That is going to be Detroit minus one and a half. Detroit by three and a half. I'm going to take the Jags. I'm going to take the Lions. I think the Jags suck. I need two. I just... It's hard to take the Lions ever. Suck too. Yeah. <laughs> Next coach fired, Matt Patricia. I was going to say somehow Dave Adam Gase is still around. Somehow <laughs> he just keeps hanging out. Uh, I guess you know you're probably going to fire him at the end of the year if you don't plan on taking anyone from your coaching staff. Just let them play it out. <laughs> oh, did you get see the worst draft? Le'Veon Bell was bitching, so now they're trying to trade him. It's like good luck. I've seen someone make a joke on Vikings Twitter that was like, somebody hide Mike Zimmer's cell phone. As if like he likes collecting running backs. Like, Just because we have good running backs and we paid ours doesn't mean we're like... 
in love with yeah, running backs. Yeah, so weird. It's uh, not like we're going to get Mike Davis and Jet McKinnon and all those guys. Yeah, we're not signing seven guys. But I don't. Even, I mean, Le'Veon Bell is there? Is there like a contender that could use him? I mean, if McCaffrey was like out for the year, maybe. I mean, if they didn't sign Devonta, but Giants aren't a contender. They're not going to trade for Le'Veon Bell. I would say if the Panthers hadn't clearly proven that they can win without McCaffrey, plus McCaffrey's coming back, so. Maybe the Niners. God, they have so many weapons there, though. Yeah, well, it just depends on if you don't think Master Coleman, McKinnon can get it done. But yeah, they seem they like they can. Uh, the problem is you can't get it done is Jimmy G getting benched. Jeez. I'd like. I I don't. I think it's a good fit. I don't think it makes him better. Send him uh, back the, to Pittsburgh. <laughs> that was one thing I was gonna say, but I, Arizona. Yeah, Drake I don't. Has I, been, Kind of, ugh. Yeah. Chase Edmonds is okay, but yeah, he would be pretty cool in that offense. I don't know if it works completely yeah. just because he's not super explosive anymore, but I feel like that's the right style of offense yeah. for Le'Veon Bell. Where they like pass a ton, but then run like those like sh- uh, shotgun plays where he can be patient. Yep. It's kind of weird. Like, I mean, is he totally washed or is he just not happy? I think if, if, if Arizona can get him for a fourth or less... Or if that's what he's going for, I doubt he is, just because he's paid twelve million a year. Yeah. But maybe that's why the value goes. I, I just think Le'Veon probably he, best fit in Arizona. He should be traded for like a sixth round pick. Yes. Like if you're, I mean, it's an overpaid running back that they don't want. I'm not offering them a fifth. Yeah. So fuck yourself. Uh, but that wasn't the game. That was who were we talking about? Oh, we were just talking about coaches yeah. being yeah. fired. I think. Oh, Matt Patricia being the next coach fired. And then there's Adam Gase just looking at you. I'll take Detroit. You take the Jags. Next game is Washington at the Giants. What a worthless game that is. I'm going to go with Washington. What do you ever like? Oh, I'm going to go Giants minus two and a half. Giants minus three. And is Alex Smith starting or are they going back to Kyle Allen? I have no idea what that situation is. Yeah. I think it's Kyle Allen again. I'm going to take the Giants. I'm going the football team. I couldn't care less. So let's move on to a game that... Yeah, I don't want to talk about them. Jets at Dolphins. I don't want to talk about this game either. Well, Dolphins had a big upset of someone. Who did they beat? The Niners. Yeah, beat the Niners. Like Uh, that. So, oh, I'm going to cheat because I did see the line. I don't know if it's the same one. But it's Dolphins minus eight. Yep, Dolphins minus eight. Dolphins minus eight. Did you know that even... So uh, Flores is coached... Was that twenty one games now? Did you know Brian Flores is twelve and nine against the spread? Like the thing is, he's you know he coaches a com- a competitive team, keeps it close. He's not like Adam Gase getting blown out every game. You know oh. what was Adam Gase's record? You said like he has more double digit losses than he does wins or some yeah. nonsense. It like twice as much. Yeah, <laughs> it's bad. Uh, so yeah, good coach versus bad coach. Give me uh, give me the good coach and Brian, Brian Flores. Flores. Even though I would like. Maybe Fitzpatrick to throw four picks. I would like to see Tua at some point this year, yeah, sooner rather than later. Fitzpatrick played really well last game. Oh. They, they, everyone likes that guy. If if the Dolphins win, do they finally fire Gase? I don't know. Seems like they're just going to ride it out, huh? I think they're just going to ride it out. I mean, what are you going to do? Promote Greg Williams? <laughs> Browns, Browns did it. Did it. <laughs> <laughs> Browns did it. Uh, Packers at the Bucks. It's a good game. Well, Brady Rodgers, they don't get to play that, as much as they should. Oh, you know? at Raymond James Stadium. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with Packer. It's going to be Packers minus two and a half. Nailed it. And I'm going to go, I'm going to go box. I'm going to go Packers because they look really fucking good. They really, do. Really, really yep. good. 
Yep. Devontae Adams doesn't even play, and they score 40 a game. I mean, I mean, I, I Bucks lose to the fucking the Bears. I can't. I can't bet him. The only thing is Tom Brady, not known for losing back-to-back. He's going to be angry. Did you see him flipping out on his lineman? Yes, that was I did. classic Brady. Yep. The guy headbutted someone or something, and he's just like, just lighting him up. I love pissed off Brady. Yeah. So I'll take the pack. You got the Bucks. Yep. That'll be, be a good game. That's a nice 4 o'clock. It's probably America's game of the week. Probably. You know, a little Fox. A little Fox. Uh, we going to be sitting right here watching it? Oh, yeah. Let's lock it in. We'll, you know, get a little... I mean, the thing is, Rodgers and Brady never didn't get to play each other that much. They played each other once every eight years, and they never obviously met in a Super Once Bowl. every four years. Yeah, once every four years. My bad. But I feel like... Rodgers was probably hurt for one of them, so then it was once every eight years. Well, yeah, <laughs> and then Brady might have been... I wonder if they played yeah. each other in 09. I, I can't even remember at games where they played each other, you know? It's weird. But yeah, I, guess I feel like those would be like your solid like Sunday night or Monday night yeah. games, but I do not remember much of <laughs> either of them. It's, I, it's because Rodgers doesn't make Super Bowls. Fact. Brady's there every year waiting for Rodgers instead of fucking Jimmy Garoppolo showing up or Nick Foles is showing up or you fucking know Nick Jared Foles Goff is, is showing up. You know, what are you doing? Come on, come on, Rodgers. Mike McCarthy was holding you back for all these years. Look what he did to Dak. Yeah. One in oh they fucking won that game. That was stupid. Uh you know, I as much as I hate the Packers, I love Matt Lafleur's play designs. It even it, it's just because it pisses me off. Who the hell runs Aaron Jones in the backfield? Jamal Williams split out wild, wide, and then Tyler Irvin coming across for the jet sweep. It, it's ridiculous. Who thinks of that shit? He's like putting so much thought into the offense, and he's doing it with Aaron Rodgers. Where it felt like Mike McCarthy was like, "I've got Aaron Rodgers." Let him just go play. Let's you run know? slant flats. Yeah, for let's 40 just times run basic stuff because when he's so good, he'll just elevate it. Whereas like this guy's like, I'm almost running like he's running the Trubisky offense with a god quarterback, and it's working like a charm. It's like uh, running the Chiefs offense with Pat Pat Mahomes if that were ever to come about. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. Uh, next game Sunday night Rams at 49ers. Rams at 49ers. It's gonna be. Rams minus one and a half. Rams by three and a half. Three and a half. Yeah, I mean, I don't know who's starting for the Niners. I mean, maybe Kirk Cousins. Are they ready to trade for him? Honestly, the biggest impediment of, of us shipping Kirk to the 49ers is that he probably doesn't want to uproot his family. You know, won't wait, there's no trade clause. Kirk for Jimmy G Straight in a up. second. That's ridiculous. They, uh, maybe. Not a second. I feel like you probably get like a sixth. They're, like, they're probably just like, we'll flip quarterbacks with you if you just want to get out of Kirk Cousins' contract. But doesn't Jimmy G also have a shitty contract? I think they can get out of it a lot money, easier yeah. by this time. I think honestly, I think they can cut him. We can't cut Kirk really. We need to trade him. Yeah. Really, so, but even if That's, you trade him this year, isn't it twenty million dead money because of like bonuses and yeah? Shit like that? I, there's like, but you save not money. Get, yeah, and it's it's a moot point. Like yeah. they're not Kirk is good enough that they're not just gonna like trade him and then what? You have Jimmy G who sucks and's hurt or like what else? Unless you think that trading I, for Jimmy G. Is gonna you help you, yeah, yeah. Gonna help you get Trevor. At Lawrence, that point, don't even Justin trade him for. Well, they they would have to get Jimmy G off their team, though. You couldn't have Kirk and Jimmy G. Like that'd be weird. Uh, regardless, that's a moot point. Yeah. I, would you do it though? If you could, would right now? Would you trade Kirk for Jimmy? Just G? Just straight up. Just straight up. Basically, you're just trying to get off out of Kirk's contract and moving on from it. Honestly, I would. Mm. I I think I would rather just. Keep Kirk and draft a guy, and then just if I have to bench Kirk at some point, it is what it is. I don't think that downgrading from Kirk Cousins to Jimmy G is going to help you go from 16 to top three, and you're going to get a quarterback in the future. You're probably going to finish somewhere in the same area, and then what if you don't have a chance of getting a quarterback? Do you really want to go into next year with Jimmy G versus Kirk? I don't know, maybe. I guess they're fucking the same. Put him in a good system, and he's probably just as good. He seems to make some bonehead plays. 
but so does Kirk. Yeah. I think Kirk has uh, more arm strength. I think Kirk is better, but you you gain the flexibility of getting out of the contract more with yeah. Jimmy G. So it, it, I don't okay, I don't force th- a piece. Yeah, all these things today, it's like well, whatever, one or the other. I don't care. Fourth down and in inches, go for it. Don't I don't care. Uh, Niner, Niners aren't aren't offering that trade. We're not offering that trade. It really doesn't matter. But next, pro football talk, we'll talk about it. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> next ne- next question. Uh, Rams or 49ers? I'll take the Rams. I'm taking the Niners. Okay. I mean, if the Rams win. And the Niners lose. It's, it's going to be an CJ, uphill battle for the I'm taking C.J. Beathard and the uh, the Niners. Big Dick Beathard. Uh, last game is the Cardinals at Cowboys. The Jackless Cowboys. The Andy Dalton-led Cowboys. At Cowboys. Cardinals, did they win again or did they keep losing? Cardinal, did, did they lose to Carolina? No, they, yeah, they did. Carolina. Did they just play Carolina? Is that who it was? I thought they lost to them last week. The Jets. Cardinals just okay, played the Jets. So they won. I mean, that doesn't really count, but... Um, so does and I feel like I'm going Cowboys. Andy Dalton's gonna play great. All the Cowboy fans are gonna be like, I don't know, Dak. Do we really need him? I'm going Cowboys. Uh, did you notice that Isaiah Simmons has only played 58 snaps? Yeah, this I've year. seen some YouTube videos where they're like, he's really struggling. Like, and they break it down, and it's like he is having some problems out there. Did, we, you, did I say the line? No, I haven't. I have to guess this. Okay. What was the games? Cardinals at Cowboys. Cardinals, Cowboys, Cowboys minus. Seven and a half. With with Andy Dalton, they are underdogs by two and a half. Cardinals are really to win by two and a half. I don't know why you took a team that was damn near one and they're almost zero and five. The Cowboys should have lost last week. Like they pulled one out of their ass, nope. and then the Falcons collapsed against Kay. them, and they lost their starting quarterback. Okay, this is America's team we're talking. About. Oh right, yeah, America. I'm sorry, my bad. I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the Cowboys though. To, to I'm gonna money line. Yeah, I think I'm taking. Cowboys you have to. Too. You just put them up by touchdown favorite. I mean, you'd be an idiot if you didn't. Uh, last game, which is a noon game, classic nooner, Falcons at Vikings. Who you got? Uh, we got for nice to be back at noon. Vikings minus five and a half. Vikings by three and a half. No Only respect. Right, I mean, two one team, one win teams. Oh wait, Falcons don't have a win yet. Combined record of one and nine yeah, right now. Just fired their coach, so it, and it, general Ra- manager Raheem Morris. Yeah, so he's former the, Bucks head coach. Yep. Um, D backs coach, which is funny that they elevated a defensive guy since that's where they've struggled the last yeah. four years. It is interesting instead of like Dirk Cutter or something. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I guess you know the Bucks have shown you what Dirk Cutter can do. They so. need a leader in Raheem Morris. Uh, I'm taking. Oh boy. I almost said Falcons, saying it was Falcons, Bucks. It is Vikings. I'm taking the Vikings. I'm interested to see how we, you know, if Julio's back healthy, how do we account for him? He's big, big guy like Metcalf. Uh, is Ridley's that, been really good. Is Yes, is that something where you maybe want to think about just doing the old Belichick, double-teaming Julio, putting your best corner on Kelvin, putting Gladney on Ridley. I feel like you got to put Gladney. You need a shifty guy on Ridley, and you need... Dancer, I think, almost has to be up on Julio. With either Harris or Smith, Shane over the top, whatever. But Gurley's looking good, too. So, I mean, that offense looks pretty good. It's it's, Honestly, it's the defense, so it's, I guess, points. I'm thinking a lot of points. I think you can attack their defense. Who do they have that's any good? Deion Jones and Grady Jarrett? Yeah, That's so don't run directly up the middle. Yeah, yeah. Run wide, but throw... A- no Delvin Cook, so we'll see. I mean, I, I like us in this game. Yeah. I bet on us. We're going to be 2-4 and four going into the bye, and I feel like we probably dug ourselves too big of a hole. 
But we yeah. did say before the CX game, we're going to lose that game and we're going to be two and four. And then you just, you, you got to go, you got to go eight and three the rest of the way. Yeah, we're, we're just. Or gonna... wait, we could go six and four. That puts no, us eight, eight, and eight. eight. Is that, I don't know if that makes it. I don't think it does. I don't think it. The, uh, if the Niners beat the Rams, we definitely can't go eight and eight. Yeah. If the Niners There's are too be many in teams. Well, if the Bears keep winning, like they're going to just, they're just annoying. You got you know what? It sucks because we're going, oh, 9-7 probably gets us in. The way the NFC is shaping up now Who might knows? not be until 10-6. and 10-6 yeah. might have to get you in. The only losing record that'll get you in might be the NFC East. Yeah, the East Division winners can probably get in. Because the more Panthers are better than we've suspected. Yeah. The Saints are 3-2. and two. Bucks should have lost two. yesterday, man. Yep. Like, it's been some tough ones where the uh, Cowboys snuck one out. Not that they matter. No wild cards coming out of there. But it... it I feel like we're 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 better than we our record shows, but at some point it just doesn't mean anything. Yeah, you know? like at some point that, you've dug yourself too big of a hole. Yep, because like, at some point you know they don't go. Oh well, that's a good team. They get in the playoffs even though they're two games worse yeah. than the Panthers. Like we could finish the season above five hundred. Like how many games are left? We have eleven games. Eleven. Left. So say we finish the season six and five. That's hey. Like if we would have just started the season better. That'd have been great, but now you're seven and nine. You're not making the playoffs. Six and five makes you seven and nine, and you're six missing. and four because we've already six and four five. Yeah, no, we've played five games. Six and five, six 11, and five. Yeah. Like, so if you would have kept that pace, you end up like a ten and six ish team. But you botch two games, it's over. Like unless you are, yeah, those two, like those kind of games, like where it can go one way or the other. Yeah. You've already had those games. Yeah, you've yeah, okay, you've so, already lost those games. I think we're probably. Uh, like I, th- I don't think we were a terrible team going into the year, but it is what it is now. I mean, unless we can string together, I we need love... like a. Like, the only way I could feel like this turns around: beat the Falcons, and then you somehow upset the Packers, and now you're three and four, and you're like, holy shit! We just beat yeah. the Packers. Played really well against the Seahawks. Beat a team we should have, and then beat the Packers. Wow! Like holy cow! And now you're back. I don't know. You're back to like. And then you have a string of pretty easy games too. It's like yeah, Lions, no, you, Bears, you, you, you Panthers. The schedule like, at me. It's like oh god, there's. That- they're, they're so, like, they're in the realm of us. Exactly. The three and two the, teams. We're not better than them, but they're not way better than us. It's not like you have they're, some buzzsaw teams like the Rams or, you know, the, you're the not Chiefs, the, Seahawks the Ravens. Again. Yeah, you're not getting the Seahawks again. You've already played them. You're not, we're not playing the AFC West. It's not like we have to play yeah. the, the Chargers, the Ravens. We're not playing the, the AFC North. Yeah. I mean, you don't want – you play the those AFC three teams, South, toast. Like, yeah. we've got Jacksonville and – we already Jackson, played, yeah, we have, Jack, we have Jacksonville left yeah. on the schedule. Like that's a favorable. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have Detroit twice. You have the Bears twice. And again, I know the Bears have one loss, but they don't feel that. Like they feel like a like right there. If you they, know. if you think we're better than the Bears, that's five game. That's five wins right there. Yeah. If you think we can beat the Bears twice, so, Lions twice, and the Jags, there's five wins. The thing is, if you can't win close games, it's none of this matters. But we do have a bunch of winnable games. We don't play the Bills. We don't, you know, even the Patriots, like a good rel coach team, it's like, I think that's a loss. Like, there's not a bunch of at or, Seattle's on the schedule where it was like, that's a loss. Or even the Dolphins, like if we were playing the AFC East, like that's a tough team. Well, that's, that to it me seems, seems like a, a realm team. Like, that's in yeah. our realm. I mean, they're tough. But still, but like, it's I like mean, tough that, like the Panthers. Instead of playing like the AFC South, or, oh shit, we've already lost it to them. Fuck me. Yeah. I just like, when you have an at Seattle or an at Green Bay, it's like, that's a loss just on the way it's going. And, after at Green Bay, the closest one would be the Saints game. 
And other than that, the next I would say is the Bucks. And even those two, like the Saints don't look and that good. At Chicago. Just yeah, at Chicago. Doesn't matter if fans or not. But the fucking team bitch. isn't good, so it's like we can beat them. Oh. So it's gonna be one of those games where it's 23-20. Mm-hmm. Don't know which way it's gonna go, yeah. but that's a 23-20 football game. Like that, like and then to assume you're gonna just take care of all those games where you're within the realm of another team, it's just not gonna happen. I mean, we can't even beat anyone. Yeah. So, but I'm not giving up yet. What, what is it? You can't be. Uh, we can't be 12 and four unless we lose four games. <laughs> Let's go Vikings. Skull Vikings. <laughs>